Hi, I'm Kerry Lee Harding and thanks for joining me on Speaking Out. The National Indigenous Music Awards will be held at the Darwin Amphitheatre on Saturday the 25th of July. And coming up in this NEMA Music Special, you'll hear from Luke Peacock from the Painted Ladies out of Brisbane. And from Melbourne, hip-hop artist Philly will be joining us. And you'll also find out this year's NEMA finalists. And you'll hear from Mark Smith from Music NT. And so this is the fifth year of, of it being a national awards. And, and we've seen that grow tremendously. And, and the interaction from national industry, musicians, managers, labels has been has been great to sort of recognise this event as a, as a you know a key indicator of success and talent within the industry. So you know we're excited to each year to see which acts come through the program and and which acts end up getting the awards. Mark Smith, the executive director of Music NT, and you'll hear more from Mark soon talking on the National Indigenous Music Awards. I'm Kerry Lee Harding, and you're listening to a National Indigenous Music Awards special on Speaking Out here on ABC Local Radio, Digital Radio, and Radio Australia. And the NEMA finalists for National Artist of the Year are Jessica Malboy, Thelma Plum, Dan Sultan, Briggs, and the finalists for the National Album of the Year are Briggs with the album Shep Life, Dawn by Emma Donovan and the Putbacks, Uncle by Frank Yammer, and The Genesis Project by East Journey featuring Yothi Yindi. Shining light on the dark. Oh, that's deadly. Speaking out. Looking at life from an Indigenous perspective. Indigenous perspective. Speaking out. On ABC Local Radio. abc.net.au slash speaking out. The National Indigenous Music Awards, or the NEMAs as they're also known as, will be held in Darwin coming up on the 25th of July. And this annual event is not only about promoting the finest Indigenous musicians from right around Australia, but it's also about nurturing our younger musicians and fostering emerging Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander musical talent. Mark Smith is the Executive Director of Music NT and the National Indigenous Music Awards and I first started off by asking Mark to take me back to the very beginnings of the awards. In 2004 they were established as the Indigenous Music Awards, so essentially Northern Territory Music Awards and the, and the, the goal or the impetus behind that was to try and showcase Northern Territory acts that weren't necessarily being on the radar of, of anyone outside of the Territory and, and we've seen that grow considerably and there's been you know, a, a number of high-level successes. And so there was a natural progression, um, you know, five years ago to start to move the awards to being national. And so this is the fifth year of, of it being a national awards. And, and we've seen that grow tremendously. And, and the interaction from national industry, musicians, managers, labels has been has been great to sort of recognise this event as, a, as a, you know, a key indicator of success and talent within the industry. So, you know, we're excited to each year to see which acts come through the program and, and which acts end up getting the awards. This year, of course, part of the lineup uh, will be East Journey featuring Yothi Yindi with the Genesis Project. Can you tell us more about the Genesis Project? Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's really exciting to be able to present it. And, um, in a way, you know, part of the the start of that was, I mean, obviously East Journey and um, coming from the same area and, and th in some senses originally being a, 
a next step for for Yothi Indy. And, and when we did, I think a few years ago, we did the tribute to Yothi Indy, East, or members of East Journey played a major part of it. So, you know, from that point, there was there was a feeling that the baton, in essence, was was passing to these guys. And, and so subsequently, the recording project happening and involving Yothi Indy in this band and, and the product that came out of that is a really great, well, actually, really, I mean, a really amazing album that has connected with people and um, coming off the back of them heading over to the US recently for the G'day LA um, performances and then now coming back here, I think, you know, to be able to present them on the stage as, um, you know, one encapsulating one of the most successful bands in the territory with one of the most, I guess, um, buzzed about emerging acts is, is a really exciting development for us. Of course, within the arts industry across Australia, there are changes afoot for funding arrangements for arts organisations. How will these changes affect NT Music and the Nemas into the future? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, everyone is, uh, you know, in part reeling from the suddenness of those changes, but also, uh, you know, I think waiting, um, to a degree, waiting to get a bit more clarity on what it actually means. You know, I think we're hoping in the next month or so there might be some more clarity around what this uh this new funding stream is and where we can potentially place either the Nemas or music and tea or contemporary music in generally within that um i think yeah there's there's definitely a um i guess you know that natural feeling where, where there's a lack of consultation around it and and a feeling of unsureness um both within the territory and 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 wider than that as to you know how we can continue to support um, this, you know, that level of emerging or, you know, artists creating work that will then hopefully go on to, to bigger and better things. So, yeah, I mean, I think that um, it's, it's a really difficult environment where, where there is this, this level of um, instability. And, I mean, I think we can only hope that with what comes next, there's avenues in there to support it because, I mean, without supporting this level of the industry, you're, you're really, there's, there's major gaps that are identified and, you know, to try and get another Gurumal or another Jessica or, you know, Dan Sultan, you know, without supporting the emerging level of that, it's it's very hard. The Nemas, of course, have a number of national award categories for 2015, including Artist of the Year, Album of the Year and New Talent of the Year, amongst others. Do you have a favourite category in which you like to see <laughs> artists get up on stage and perform in, Mark? Uh, I think for us, the exciting part is, you know, what's happening now is the nomination process. And, you know, we threw that process open a few years ago to, to anyone, you know, anyone in the general public that has seen a great band they like, heard a song that they really want to support. And the exciting thing is now, as we see the nominations flow in, you know, discovering bands that we haven't heard of or, or hearing songs that haven't necessarily hit the radio or, or you know, or bands that haven't toured extensively is, is, is really exciting because there's some amazing music out there from across the country. And, you know, knowing how the awards were originally set up was about being a platform to be able to highlight this music that isn't necessarily in the forefront of people's minds. You know, this really drives home that that it is it's definitely a a worthy and successful platform in doing that mark smith the executive director of music nt on the upcoming national indigenous music awards to be held soon in darwin i'm Lee harding and you're listening to a national indigenous music awards special on speaking out here on abc local radio digital radio and radio australia and coming up later you'll hear more on this year's triple j indigenous unearthed competition but first, some of the finalists for the Nemas are the finalists for the National Cover Art of the Year, Bad Apples, Briggs, Song of Arnhem Land, East Journey, Human Behaviour, Radical Sun, 
Dirty Ground, Dan Sultan, and Palangari, B2M. And the community clip of the year is now national, and the finalists are Breathe In, Breathe Out, produced by Indigenous Hip Hop Projects, proud to partner with Catherine West Health Board and Buller Camp. Also in the community clip of the year category, Got a lot going on. Yarn Safe, produced by Indigenous Hip Hop Projects and Indigenous creative agency Galimba. Uncle Fred's men's group, Spear of Destiny, produced by Desert P Media. Cairns Murray Crew, Built to Last, produced by Desert P Media. Tagai Bue, Two Worlds, produced by Desert P Media. And Call on Me, produced by Indigenous Hip Hop Projects. Proud to partner with Broome Regional Aboriginal Medical Service and St Mary's College. Aboriginal hip-hop artist from Victoria, Philly, is also known as Philip Murray. He's got a new song out. It's called Dream Chaser. And he also has signed up with Aboriginal record label Payback Records. And a short time ago, I was joined by Philly and I asked him, how did he feel about being announced the winner in 2014 of the Triple J Unearthed Indigenous competition? You know, I was just shocked, really. Um, I didn't expect to win it at all, you know. Didn't even know how to participate in a competition, but yeah, I just put a song on on Triple J. I didn't uh, unearthed. I didn't think anything of it. I just put it up and left it. And you know, a couple of weeks later, I came back, checked the page, and it had a bunch of plays and reviews and everything. So, you know, from that was just yeah, just kind of blew up. And you know, I'm, I just enjoyed the experience. But yeah, it's crazy to to win over because there's so much Indigenous talent on Triple J unearthed, and to win out of that bunch is you know, really special because they're all geniuses in their own right anyway, all great musicians as well. So, yeah, it was crazy. Philly, you were born, of course, in the golden era of hip-hop back in 1991 and you had four older brothers who had a significant hip-hop collection at home. How much of an influence did your older brothers' uh, musical uh, tastes have on you and uh, your career now, Philly? Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, because I I was adopted when I was 18 months old, um, taken in by an a uh, well-respected elder here in um, Madura who passed away last year, Bev Peter. But, um, you know, in that house, it was kind of like a, a drop-in centre. So we had, you know, 10 people, 15 people living there all the time and everyone was always older than me, so I was always the baby of the family. Um, you know, and everyone was already listening to hip-hop at this point. So the very first hip-hop track I remember listening to was Hip Hop Array by Naughty by Nature. And I was about five or six at that time. And, you know, just from there... Um, it really took me in and, you know, I really enjoyed the music style and, you know, as a kid, you didn't really think much of the words, but just kind of bobbing around to it and dancing to it and stuff. So, yeah, and then um, I was introduced to artists like Tupac, who, you know, became my favourite artist of all time. Um, You know, Tupac is a huge influence on the music that I bring now because he done a lot of um, music for his people, uh, you know, communities he's he's been to, um, all of that sort of stuff and, um, through those messages, I could kind of relate, and I was like, "Yeah, cool." You know, he he reached out to me like that, so maybe I could do the same thing for my people. And so he he plays a, a vital part in the music that I'm I'm you know bringing out. Um, it's not the same style of music as his, like it's still all hip hop, but he done it um, you know a different a different way. But it's all conscious. You know, we we are trying to bring positive messages to uh, the people in the world. 
You've also signed with the independent Indigenous music label Payback Records, which of course was set up by ex-Essendon football player Nathan Lovett-Murray. What's your time been like at this record label? Yeah, you know, I've been enjoying it. I first um, met Nathan back in 2008. Um, you know, he's my cousin, but, you know, we, we met through music, which is which I think was pretty pretty cool. <laughs> and um, the reason why I met him through music was um, my brother's and my older brother, he is a, a rapper as well. He goes by Antoine uh, the Don. And he was invited down to Melbourne to um, record some music and stuff and, um, you know, potentially be on the record label, Payback Records. And I just kind of came along as a, yeah, I just came along for the trip. And I was about 16, 17 at the time. Um, so no one had any idea that I was rapping or anything. But I got there and, you know, Everyone was kind of chilling out, and I got bored, so I started. I jumped in the recording booth and started recording, and yeah, people really dug it. And you know, uh, one night, all the artists I got to meet all these artists. You know, Mr. Morgs, Young Warriors, uh, Miss Hood, Johnny Mac, um, Cat Back from Alt Egos. You know, just all them guys, and um, we all sat together in a room and started writing music and. Because, you know, I was a young dude, so I was mad hungry. So I finished my verse first, and my verse was first on the track as on Mr. Morg's album. So, yeah, I was, like, 16 at the time. So, yeah, that was my first, like, kind of introduction to Payback Records. And a few years later, I got invited on tour with the Young Warriors. And, um, you know, it's just all been love from there. It's all been, you know, family. Let's talk about the songwriting process. I understand your auntie wrote a dictionary for the Wemba Wemba people, your people, and you've been studying that book. What can you tell us about that? Has it been an interesting journey? Um, yeah, definitely. I um, haven't been able to uh, learn as much as I've wanted to, but when I, I get to like, kick back and, and really chill out and, um, you know, pick a book up and really learn from it, I'm, 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 you know, I'm going to and I really want to. I feel like it's, it's really important for me to learn language and, um, you know, hopefully some someday incorporate it into my music, maybe my next album, but I'm really looking forward to it, just learning all of that stuff and I feel like it's, it's something I can do to really practice my culture as well. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, that part of it and, yeah, it's, it's just going to be a lot of fun. And, Philly, you have a new album coming out. You've just completed work on this album in the studio. What can you tell us uh, about the new album? Yeah, well, um, you know, the album's called Not My Life and, yeah, we finished finished that, like, last weekend. Um, I may have a song or two to chuck on there also to finish up, but other than that, it's, it's, it's done. So we're looking for a release um, in July. And, you know, the album is it's pretty personal for me. Um, you know, I, I wrote a lot about my uh, experience. Um, just the whole idea of it behind it is, you know, me chasing my dream, actually, and, um, and also... Uh, touching on subjects, touching on um, issues that I've seen or heard in community. Uh, I've got one song on there um, that we're calling Why, and it is a track about, you know, violence against women, domestic violence. And I feature two Indigenous um, artists on there, uh, Renee Sweetman and Miss Hood. And, you know, I'm really excited about that track. Uh, I really I really enjoyed working on it, and it's such a powerful song. So I'm excited for that. And, you know... Uh, the album All Together is, yeah, I think a really, really dope album. I'm really anxious and 
excited and nervous about releasing it uh, because it is my first album release, so we'll see how it goes. And, Philly, what does the next six months hold for you and your music? Well, after the release of my album, you know, we're looking to go on a national tour, I think. Hopefully um, get over to the States and do some, some shows over there, which I think will be really cool, um, you know, as a way of me showing respect to, you know, the African-Americans for this culture that they brought together, which is hip-hop. You know, I feel like I need to get over there and do that for them, you know, to show them what we're doing over here. And, you know, it'll, it'll be really cool. Um, and just see how the album goes, see what it takes me. Yeah, I'm just taking it as it comes. I'm rolling with it. Whatever happens, happens. Aboriginal hip-hop artist out of Melbourne, that's Philly talking about his music. And Philip Murray, as he's also known as, will be performing live at this year's National Indigenous Music Awards in Darwin. I'm Kerry Lee Harding and you're listening to a National Indigenous Music Awards special right here on Speaking Out on ABC Local Radio, Digital Radio and Radio Australia. The Triple J Unearthed competition is held each year and it's a chance for young emerging Indigenous musicians to get their music heard and be played on the Triple J's youth network. This year's winner is Zane Francis with his song Acclimate. You can hear some of the sounds produced by Zane Francis and the other Triple J Unearthed entrants at ABC Online at triplejunearthed.com forward slash indigenous. And the finalists for the National Song of the Year are How Much Does Your Love Cost? Thelma Plum, Young in Love, Thelma Plum, Bad Apples by Briggs, Dirty Ground, Dan Sultan and Black Woman, Emma Donovan. And the National New Talent of the Year finalists are Philly, Lucky Luke and Jintu Desert Band. A number of deadly musicians are also set to take to the NEMA stage in 2015, including Frank Yammer, B2M, Vic Sims and The Medics, plus The Painted Ladies. And I took some time out with the band's frontman, Luke Peacock, and I first started off by asking him, how did the collaboration with musician Vic Sims first come about? I'd sort of taken it upon myself to, to collect all the, um, all the old analogue recordings and, and sort of various piles of, of, of music we had in different, different physical formats and, and start creating a digital library and, and, and making you know something that's easy to access and, and can preserve the songs and things like that. So I'd set up this big this this thing in my in my office at at the radio station where I was recording vinyl and, and cassettes and, and burning CDs and or copying CDs and things like that. And um, yeah, I got a dat tape which which just had "Do Not Touch" written on it. Um, and I, I, I whacked it in the in the old dat machine, and and it was Vic Sims the loner, and 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 I mean we'd heard I'd heard a few of the songs, you know I think one or two of them got played on air, so I, I did I was aware of of the songs, but um, this was the first chance, first time I had the chance to to actually just sit there with headphones on and and listen to it clearly, and and obviously listen to the words, and and um, I don't know it really struck me more than than. Um, a lot of I guess I guess I was just surprised that that I, ha- I I hadn't heard it before and I was familiar with the songs but um, kind of assumed they were from somewhere else and and once I'd realised that they were you know a black fella from Sydney and then you know eventually found out all these really intriguing circumstances behind the record that 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 um I really really um, delved into it you know the painted ladies are heading to Darwin for the National Indigenous uh, Music Awards for 2015 is this the first time you'll be performing up in Darwin yep it's the first time I've ever been to Darwin so I'm pretty excited about that 
um, we're going to be um, bringing Uncle Vic with us. He's really excited and he's never been to Darwin either. So um, there's a few of us there who've, who've never performed in Darwin and some of us who've never even been there. So... Um, yeah, we're really, really, really excited. The lineup includes a number of deadly artists on the night, including East Journey featuring Yothi Yindi with their Genesis project, Frank Yammer and B2M. Are you familiar with these artists? Do you know these mobs or will it be the first time that uh, you're meeting uh, yeah, these bands? I'm familiar with Frank Yammer. I, I, you know, I met Frank a few times back when I was at the radio station and been lucky enough to see him a few times play and so he's he's amazing so I'm really excited to to see Frank um the other guys um, I mean I'm aware of, of East Journey and, and Yothu Yindi B2M I've never actually come across before so I'm really looking forward to hearing something new to my ears and how important do you think award nights are such as the National Indigenous Music Awards? Well, massively important. Um, you know, I mean, especially since we've we've um, unfortunately lost the Deadlies. Um, the you know this this is sort of the the one. This is the big one, and um, you know it's always great. I mean, you know, there's there's you know music and art is what it is, and and um, you don't you know awards aren't everything but you know it's always wonderful to have that recognition and and it really is um you know that I think I think you know the recognition does go a long way especially if it's in industry um it's something that that um, anyone who receives one or, or anything should be really, really um, flattered with. And I understand the Painted Ladies Band came about uh, due to the project you had with Uncle Vic Sims, is that right? Yeah, yeah, it came about um, through that. I mean, one thing led to another and eventually I was led to, to Uncle Vic himself. We we chatted on the phone and things like that and had been playing and, and whatnot up here for, for a few years and I play shows around the place and... I sort of just put it to him that it would be nice to to play one of his songs at at one of my shows, you know, just as a little tribute, you know, cover one of the songs, or um, even further down the line, maybe even record it for for one of my albums or something, you know. Um, so I, I I sort of asked for his for his blessing and um, sent him a demo of something that I just sort of knocked up, sort of my idea of how I interpreted the song, and he just loved it and. From there, this idea came that I'd, I'd basically do the rest of the album um, and and revive these songs because we both agreed that they n- never got the time of day that, that they deserved. And can you tell us about the name Painted Ladies? Where did you get the name from for the band? It's actually a lyric from, from one of the songs, uh, one of the songs called Try to Understand, and it's one of my favourite lyrics. Um, it says, I had to meet the painted ladies who said, Honey, come on in, it's the colour of your money, not the colour of your skin. And um, there's heaps of really great little gems like that right through the album. And um, we were just sort of tossing up what to call the whole project or what, you know, how we were going to go about naming this this thing. And, and um, that's somewhere along the lines, the painted ladies came up and everyone thought it was great. So, yeah, that's, that's how it came up. Luke Peacock, you also work as an independent solo artist uh, based out of Brisbane. Can you tell us about some of the musical projects you have going at the moment? I understand you have some new songs out. Almost, almost. We've just, um, pardon me, we've just finished mixing and um, about to send the, send an album off to get mastered and, and pressed. So that's pretty exciting. It's my first official solo record. Um, yeah, very excited about that. Hopefully looking at, at around September, October release. Luke Peacock from the Painted Ladies Band from Brisbane. 
and the Painted Ladies will be performing at the Nemas alongside musician Vic Sims. Well, that's it for the National Indigenous Music Awards special. And you can subscribe free to Speaking Out on iTunes to hear past and current programs or like us at facebook.com forward slash ABC Speaking Out or check out our YouTube page. Just type in ABC Speaking Out. I'm Kerry Lee Harding and this has been Speaking Out on ABC Local Radio, Digital Radio and Radio Australia. Radio Australia.